All right. Uh, so this is the intro to an episode. Um, this is. Uh, th I'm going to. I'm going to call this. Um, I think it was like. I think it was 18. It's the one that I missed because what happened was uh, somewhat relatively unexpectedly, but happily. Um, Adam and I decided to record today and, and have a little chat about sports. Uh, we went to that Bill's uh, atrocity on Thursday. Uh, well, he kindly accompanied me, and then uh, and was, miser was miserable there with me, so that was always good. Um, and by Adam, I mean uh, my friend Adam Burley, who was previous guest on this podcast, uh, frequent partner, um, only partner, uh, in other uh, podcast ventures, um, the Adam Gordon Show, namely. And uh, we didn't talk about that at all, but we did talk about sports. So um, he's a Seattle guy. Uh, he was on here once before. Um, and then when we had an episode done, like, right before the football season, uh, literally that the Sunday of week one, and then I, I messed up. I recorded it wrong. Never record in mono uh, when you have two people, uh, which is what I did. So um, th uh, that that interview uh happened uh just this earlier this afternoon today's saturday right now it's about f rapidly approaching five o'clock p.m uh for all you who care out there in radio land and uh i am just doing a little intro here now um yeah we talked about uh, a wide ranging variety of sports topics um and uh i don't know i i, I think um i mentioned this very early to him but i've been i've been like going through a number of just like independent podcasts uh in the last few weeks um and mine certainly is one i no one no certainly well i don't even think people listen to this really but no one pays me for it um i'm just doing this for fun and uh and it is fun um which i think is important and i hope that i hope that does come through um i think that you should always the only things that i ever respond to are the one are those for which the uh creator's uh passion is kind of coming through so I, I don't know um maybe 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 that is or isn't, um, but I'm certainly enjoying this. And I like, uh, it's just a nice, it's a nice routine I feel like I've gotten into just doing these on Saturdays. Um, so anyway, uh, as I've been listening to these, like, independent pods, like, I found, like, a like a Nets fan cast, uh, also done here in Brooklyn. Um, it's good. Uh, I like the guys. Um, but I do realize how self-congratulatory uh, a lot of podcasts become, um, and I suppose maybe I'm just being overly critical uh, for no reason. Um, but I do feel like uh, it's just like, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a unique feeling to just um, be speaking into a microphone and uh, see what happens, you know, try and then and just sort of put stuff out there. Because, you know, you might think you're very funny. Um, and uh, then you listen back and uh, you're like, oh, that was awful. Like I, I was listening, periodically I will listen to these um, well, I, I always try to listen to at least some pieces of every episode, um, even just for quality check, um, like technical issues. But um, to listen, it's it's difficult to like to to speak into an empty box. Um, if anyone has read uh, any David Foster Wallace, um, he had a great essay about. Uh, um, he interviewed like a, a far right uh, radio guy, um, not even like Limbaugh or I don't I don't remember this guy's name, but he's sort of came in the wave before you know nowadays we've got like alex jones and um some of these guys it was even it was before before jones before like glenn beck um and before uh but after like limbaugh o'reilly and those types anyway um 
it, 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 it some some of the that and that stuff's kind of interesting. But then parts of the uh, some of the interesting parts uh, or best parts I remember that I stick with me in that essay are um, Wallace just sort of says like um, after even even he even goes into details about like the 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 the, the device that calculates milliseconds of silence between your voice and eliminates it, um, which is very interesting to me. Because like, you can hear that once you know that that thing exists. So even if you don't, you can hear unnatural gaps in radio copy. Anyway, that doesn't matter. Um, he, he just says, uh, there's like a line where Wallace goes like, have you ever just tried to sit in a room and speak into like an empty void and, and try to be interesting? Um, it's, 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 uh, it's just, it's very different than talking to a person very different than thinking in your head um and so at any rate I, I will listen back and uh sometimes i find that i make no sense at all <laughs> um because i do have a it's i'm it's it's funny because so much of this sabers stuff um, i mean it isn't funny but to me so much of this these the, like my relationship to the sabers is pretty private um like i suppose uh in, in, in at least in the ways that i try to shed light on here um, so there's like a sort of um, tension with for me between like my thinking mind and what I've said. Um, so sometimes I sort of get ahead of myself. Um, I feel like you know if you ever uh, the few times I tried to learn to use a sewing machine when I was a kid, um, I would be too 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 anxious on the pedal, and I would like bunch up the clothing, and I have to sort of like work my way back. And I kind of feel like I, I do that sometimes um, when I'm talking. So I'm trying to. Uh, work on that and get a little bit more like uh just say things as they come and not uh because i think on the podcast i sort of like i'll start talking on like point three and the sort of um you know if there's like a one two three order of like a logical statement uh, i start with three and i give a caveat about three before i say one and two um or something like that so uh maybe that makes no sense to anyone but uh i noticed that while listening so at any rate um it's uh it's podcasting is 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 not easy but i do notice that a lot of people i feel that i listen to seem to i think you i think there's a way of maybe it's just it's the McElroy brothers effect i listen to them i mentioned them earlier to adam and i you know they're they're great um and they've got a million they've got they're they're everywhere you can't avoid them now you can't throw a rock without hitting a McElroy. um but i feel like uh, in an effort to sort of emulate them because it's sort of like how maybe if if i was doing this 10 years ago i would try to be just do like a, a Ricky Gervais podcast type setup. I have an idiot um, and then a, like a straight man or a, a tall man and then like a Ricky. Uh, whereas now it's sort of like just three goofballs riffing endlessly um, and nothing is taken seriously except Dungeons and Dragons. Anyway, uh, I think I just, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I guess so I'm, what I'm going to try and do is just, I'm never going to try and be self-congratulatory or think that any of this is good. Uh, that's my promise uh, in Saberland. Um, important. All right. Well, anyway, that's enough of this opening. Um, so uh, coming up, I've got an interview with Adam Burley and uh, just talking the misery of sports and uh, also the magic. So uh, yeah, thanks. And uh, I, uh, enjoy the interview. Bye.
<laughs> I'll, I'll cut all this out. I'm just, I'm just, I just started rolling, but we're not, we don't need to actually, we'll let, we can let it begin organically. Oh, yeah. Because that's the goal. Um, it just, I wonder, like, how comfortable one can truly be holding a microphone like this. I know, not me. It's, it's Is it possible to, to drink coffee and... Totally unnatural. Like, you oh, know yeah. What I, yeah. There'll just be a lot of slurping going on. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll just cut all this, the coffee parts out. Have you have have you um noticed ever in your podcast listening that like how supremely self satisfied a lot of like low fi podcasters can be like oh like we had a great conversation like they're just always like I don't know it just I I mean I'm I'm sure that well, maybe I do that a lot or we we've done that but just sort of like uh, at some point inevitably the, the one of the posts will be like you know like I think we had a good talk like you know it was funny like I don't even know what yeah. I'm saying it just like. <laughs> It's just like they're so convinced that they're like the McElroy brothers 2.0 of just like <laughs> they're doing something just like real. so charming and funny and no one else. Everyone's going to be like, oh, this is like this is the podcast I was looking for. Yeah, this is I, it. finally I, a new podcast. Yeah, I actively reject listeners. I don't even tell people that I have a podcast. <laughs> no one. I don't even think I think Steve was listening for a while and he stopped. I found that no one likes the kind of podcast that I like, which, which is what, which is. Everyone, everyone is into the like news and hmm. daily debriefing sort no, of I'm podcasts. No, or they're like, oh, wait, wait, don't tell me. That's uh, amazing. I mean, I do like and that. like, I mean, I I've listened to it and I like it when I hear it, but I just that's well, just NPR. Though, like, yeah, I'm just kind of kind sure. of uninterested. I, and and the things that I like are actually ones like this where it's just people just hanging talking. out, basically. Well, sure. I mean, that's yeah. Um, I get, and I mean, obviously, other people like those ones too, because the ones right. I listen to have, however many right. subscribers. Right. But uh, I've never met anyone in real life. I've never met a fan of the same podcast as me in real life. Yeah. I don't know how that would work, but. Well, didn't we? Well, but you did meet. Um, what was the show that you were telling me you went to, where you you like you bought a ticket on Twitter or you sold a ticket on Twitter? Oh, that was a, that was, was the one that, the Duncan that you. Yeah, that, that was the Duncan Trussell. Well, that so, was you. Well, well, you met that. That's fan. true. I did yeah. meet that guy. Even though, well, I met him too. But even though he was like, he got he got away from us as fast as possible. I had a free ticket. Yeah. He was extremely skeptical that someone in yeah. New York in 2016 could possibly sure. just give you a free ticket. I was like, my friend bought these tickets and then ditched me, so That's I'm true. just giving his ticket away. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, because didn't didn't yeah Joel Mike buy those? was gonna come right, but then he couldn't. So yeah. that's how and I went and I've never I never, I've never listened to that podcast technically. <laughs> I mean I've you no, just I experienced just never, it. I just experienced it live and um I'm always dubious of a white man that begins a podcast by getting everyone to say om, but <laughs> it was good. And um, what's his face was awesome the guest. Uh, oh right from um, Vice. Yeah, uh, his name was like Hamilton. It was Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna, the I was trendiest to name of, right i was trying to think of like yeah his parents were like 18 years ahead of the curve <laughs> there's gonna be so many hamilton babies now every baby being born is hamilton just terrible <laughs> yeah yeah that's I, I i wonder what the what the stats say about that about the hamilton baby craze interesting the second boom i'm gonna name my son lynn manuel rankin <laughs> not bad it's got staying power. Nothing will ever beat Baron von, von Rankin, though. Which, uh, but I, I think, but you even, I think you, we were, we were G-chatting about that, but then you, but you proposed, or you spelled it like the British way, which is actually way more clever. Because Vaughn could, would be a perfect name, given the sort of like Celticness of mm. every name I have. 
and if I'm able to, if it makes sense, if I ever name a child, I would want it to, like, Vaughn would be a great middle name. Sure. Especially if it's a pun, like Baron Von Rankin. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I was, well, I do have maybe a, t- a drop of German blood in my, like, pinky toe, but uh, <laughs> nowhere else. But Vaughn, V-O-N, wouldn't make any sense, but Vaughn would. I, I worked on a news piece that where the, where it was about weird baby names, and the, one of the main guys they were interviewing named his kid Billion. And their last name is Air, so he <laughs> literally just made a joke out of his yeah. son's name. He's like, oh, people could call him Bill. Yeah. Like, okay, but that's oh, not yeah. the point. You're right. trying to, you think you're clever or something. Yeah. It, it should have, if anything, it should have just been Bill, and his middle name is Ion, which would also be cool, and then Air. I was also, it's just total, I, has, I haven't told anyone this thought, and I don't know how, I forget how it occurred to me, but I was thinking it'd be funny if your last name was Hawk, you should name your son Thomas Anthony Hawk or something. But imagine a lawyer whose like card just said Tom uh, A Hawk. <laughs> so be so powerful, trembling. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Him. He's so, he's set for life. Right. Well, I guess that brings us to maybe the if there is a real point of this pod, and I don't think there is. It's, there better uh, not be. It's it's sort of sports, but. That's all we have. But see, the the funny thing is, because now I do these on just on like I guess I just do it on a sa- of a Saturday afternoon usually. But I never end up wanting to talk about what I suppose I should if it because ostensibly it's a sport, it's a Sabres podcast. But like they're terrible, and then I got excited about the Bills and we went on Thursday and I just I just like don't want to even talk about it now. I want I want to like purge all of it from my mind, even though it's still so central to my identity. Sure, but. It's just yeah. awful. It's, like, it's never good to have high hopes going to a Thursday football well, game. Or high hopes at all as a Buffalo fan. But I was saying that because I, 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 call, I called Eric last night, fellow Bills fan. He's, he turned 30 yesterday. Oh, and Steve's 30 today. I have to call him. Oh, wow. Birthday he's, he's extravaganza. Yeah. Everyone's getting birthdays. Yeah, everyone's 30. Um, except me. Um, and you. And me. Yeah. And me. For now, yeah. <laughs> for, Who are all these for, other people on this now. podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are 30 of us under 30, actually. Um, but as I, t- I talked to Eric last night uh, as he was going home, and as he was just like, or I just, he was like, he was so, he was like, he just kept apologizing. He's like, I'm sorry you had to go to that game. I'm like, well, I didn't, A, I didn't have to. <laughs> but two, um, I, uh, but it's like, you know, I mean, it was a horrible night, and it was just, it was complete misery. But now I kind of love how horrible it was, because I'm like, um, well, a few things, but mostly, first thing, which I do believe, is that I've told Eric, like, um, if I didn't, if I never let myself believe in a team, then, like, there's really no point. Because, right. like, it's, it, it's, it's much fun as it is to be, like, a completely dismissive, like, uh, miserable Buffalo sports fan, which I am right now again. But, like, you have to allow yourself to, like, the turtle's head has to come out of the shell at least once. Yeah, before, like, otherwise, snapping shut. you're not really otherwise, a fan. Yeah, I'm not really a fan. I'm just, like, a type, and then... And then I don't really, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Sure. So and they had given you reason to be excited. Yeah, they did. So it wasn't. Uh, yeah, and it, w- it was wasn't like, misplaced or and, anything. Yeah, and and the week leading up was truly fun. Like thinking about like, oh, I can't wait to go. Like I didn't because I hadn't even thought about going to a game this year. And I was like, I told you, I was like, well, it's like there's they're coming in town. Like the Jets are bad. Hopefully, or at least, well, not even they're not even that bad. But they're 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 just like they should. They're not a better team than the Bills. No, I think, but even though they played much better. Um, yeah, and so like, that week was fun, and, like, thinking about, you know, 
like hoping they're gonna win and like actually imagining a victory and like that would feel good like i don't do that usually the fantasies i construct about well not just the bills but also my life are usually how hor- horribly can this thing go yeah and once it goes bad then you don't have to care about then it at anymore least i'm like well i was You're right free. so yeah <laughs> so i why did a good thing i didn't have my hopes up but then of course i did get my hopes up and then they were smashed utterly yeah, um, and then and then the the right. hope that they'll win raises exponentially when you take the train out to the stadium and oh, you're surrounded yeah. by Jets fans. Oh yeah, and, and I was like, like, great! Like I can't wait to for yeah, these guys' like, spirits to be crushed. I just throw it in their faces and just like challenge the crowd behind me, um, but didn't happen. I just sat there in my seat and was slowly just like eating my feelings and <laughs> drinking them, and it was so bad. But yeah, but ultimately, it's like it was fun misery. Yeah, well, it was comically bad. It wasn't it really like was. a oh a heart wrenching last minute yeah. loss or anything. Which uh, you know, I guess you could be more excited about that yeah, if I mean, your team it, was competitive. But they just really weren't. They no, just they really had nothing weren't. Nothing to really, offer. They had nothing. And in like the, in retrospect, I just sort of have circus music playing under the memories of all that. It's just like it's just comically terrible uh, football and ev- and everything. Um, yeah. So yeah, just misery all the way around. Um, and uh, let me just, I just should make sure that everything's going. All right, it looks good. All right. All right. Um, and so, yeah. Um, but then the other thing that I thought that was, that's an even more interesting point to me, is I, I was thinking this just now as I was walking back uh, from Atlantic. Um, uh, speaking of which, but actually before I mentioned that, have you ever noticed that the Barclays Center smells like a strip club? <laughs> it really does. Like there, there are only two places that have, well, three places that have noticeably um strong like animal like smells to them one is like abercrombie and fitch stores two yeah, is a strip club and three is the barclay center they all smell the same <laughs> anyway that's a side point but i realized it again even in the now they've rebranded it's the swag shop where the Uh-oh. nets merge is they don't they've they've purged all all islander stuff from there because they're leaving i guess um there's like one islander's jersey hanging behind, like behind the counter and it's all like net stuff which whatever i didn't crazy you know, Anyway. The, the, only, the only thing I know about the Nets is that the new rookie center or whatever oh, yeah, was inactive uh, yeah, yesterday. He's been, hurt, like, he's been hurt all night or all like he played a couple minutes and like he looks he looked go okay, but he's like well he's like nineteen and he's seven something feet and two like two hundred pounds. His body's already failing him. Yeah, he just like don't even play him, just let him eat like a lot of Shake Shack and work out <laughs> down at like Navy Yard and bulk up this year. But he does look promising. Um, and Russell scoring a ton, it just, they're horrible. But th- if they're bad and fun, that will still make for some, some good games. Yeah, you season. just want high-scoring games where you always lose. That's yeah. fine by me. Yeah, Lopez, I didn't watch, but Lopez scored like 30 for the Lakers last night to beat them in L.A. But Great. The good thing is that there's no Buffalo-centric basketball team, so you actually have, sure. have, can have no qualms about no, but wanting the Nets, the Nets to be good. But the Nets are fr- basically a Buffalo team, and the way they're like they're, they're the futility of being a Nets fan right now is very is very uh, palpable, to, really relatable to me. Um, same thing with the Mets, but we can we'll get to that. But the, but the, I, what I was thinking as I was coming back before this today was because um, I was watching. So uh, d- during Thursday, leading up to the game, I was like watching. Uh, there's some like really fun bills like things on YouTube like some there's like this buff there's this there was a station I don't know if they're still around but they were called Oldies 104 in in Buffalo in like the 90s and so at that time old Oldies were just like the Beatles or like so a songs my mom grew up listening and so she loved it so yeah we listened to it all the time in the car um, and it like gave me a pretty good like education of like you know 
music from like 30 years ago. Now I don't even, maybe they're playing the 70s. I don't know what would be an oldie now if you had a station. That's beside the point. In the 90s, when the Bills were amazing, oldies in like 91 and 92, they released two, like an album that was uh, Buffalo Bills Boogie. And they hired a guy <laughs> to like rewrite the lyrics to like Bills, to like songs and make them about the Bills teams. And they're amazing. So it's like Beatles and just like doo-wop and like all these great, great 60s era songs with like Bills lyrics. So I was watching those because um, there are a couple about the Jets and it's just like, that was fun. Like, I think they turned, they changed the lyrics of um, uh, like some, one of the, there's a song called like Blowing Out the New York Jets, but it was like to the tune of, let's just say, Oh, What a Night or something like that. It's, it's not that, but something like that. Uh-huh. So that was fun. And then I watched like Joe Perra's Bills joke thing, which is still like the best thing about the Bills ever made. But... <laughs> On Thursday, I was like, man, like, this is so good, but if once the Bills are actually good again, like, that, the whole humor of Joe's joke is, like, it'll change. Like, I was like, what's amazing is, like, hopefully someday that won't be funny anymore because, like, they'll actually be good. Right. Because it won't be, like, Stevie Johnson thinking about bringing families together and Doug Marone talking to, like, his grandson because I, so I'm, I was like getting like weirdly like, I guess like smug about like, someday Joe Perry will be proven wrong. Um, not that I even want that. But then, but but and then of course Thursday happened, and then today I was like, oh no, like this this that's more relevant than ever. Like yeah. this is the Bills. This is what they did. They brought. They're bringing us back to reminding us that football doesn't matter and that families are what matter and like friends and people that are important to you like. Yeah, get out, get out into the world, and like stop caring with us because we're, we the bills are like we're going to teach you every year that you shouldn't yeah. care about we'll us. We'll only disappoint you, right? Yeah, because because if your team is good, then it puts a shroud over over your eyes to the rest of the world. Right. Well, that's 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 been the interesting thing about football this year is that like the the, the everything going on in the world is pretty miserable so you're like so i at least sure. just just want an escape and i'm like okay it, it's it's great to be able to sit around for a couple hours and watch some amazing sure. athletes uh and of course the pre-game the national Man. anthem everything's been politicized sure. but right. e- even despite that once the game right. starts you it's pretty enjoyable but yeah. then then of course there's injuries and like right. the, like they're slamming their brains together. You're like, sure. oh wait, the actual fact of this sport Still is horrifying, is horrible, and does remind you of of how awful right. society actually has become. Right. Uh, and so it's this this weird waffling back and forth for me of like, oh, like I want to. Do I like this? Yeah. Am I okay like, with this? Like yeah. I think the reason that I like this and am invested at all is because it is like this nice fun escape, and I also have good memories of watching sports as sure. a kid, and like right. it brings it brings you this sort of like like youthful. Uh, feeling just to like watch these people right. running around being amazing. Sure, and yeah, it's and true. That's why that's why I gravitate towards it. And then right. there's this constant reminder that yeah, it is just a just horrible. Yeah, it, yeah. it's all a lie, and it's uh, they're just doing this for our entertainment. And yeah. ultimately, it's uh, not making anything better, or in fact, is actively making everyone worse. Sure, <laughs> everyone's at each other's throats over yeah. what football players are tweeting. <laughs> it's like it's true. Yeah, what what are we doing here? Um, and then add that to the fact that the Seahawks are once again look good enough to be, mm-hmm. be worth rooting for. Sure. So like, okay, it, uh, so I I do have like the 
right. do have the winner's goggles on of like, hey, well, as long as my team's winning, it's still worth uh, caring sure. about this. And, well, uh, that's true. So, so the Bills have given you something deeper by proving yeah. that it's all pointless. It's all a big you, lie. Yeah. You can uh, you can now yeah. turn your sights on. <laughs> I don't know what. Greater good, God... like uh, Sabres podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. So while you were saying that, it's funny because I, I, I had a couple thoughts. But the first one was um, you mentioned, like, just the childhood feeling of watching sports. And, like, the first times as a child that you become, like, aware of, like, the magnificence of sport um, which of which, yeah, I remember for sure. But uh, and a lot of that for me was was watching hockey. Well, mostly probably most because the season's longer. Like I, mm. I definitely watched the Bills a lot because they were great when I was very young, and then horrible, like in like the in like the like the central nineties, like ninety four through like ninety four, five, six, seven, really bad. And then like nine, like ninety eight and nine, they were good again. Yeah. That was like the last time they're in the playoffs. Um, so a lot, of, and, and the Sabers were kind of weren't great too, but I just watched them a lot. But there was a guy uh, who was like the best center on the, like a high scoring guy on the Sabers named Pat Lafontaine, um, who was like, yeah, he's like the, the superstar who was with them for like the early '90s for a while. Um, probably my, he was like my favorite player on the Sabers for like a lot of years, um, and so he was like the guy who was just like this magical like like unicorn floating around the ice, scoring a million goals, and like it was great. And then, so one day, my dad and I, I have no idea how any of this happened, because there's, there's another airport in Buffalo. It's not the, not that Buffalo International is big, but that, let's call, for the purpose of this story, let's call that the big airport. <laughs> it's like a little one that I know, I do know that, like, that's usually where, like, the private stuff goes in and out of, and I think that's where, it's like, the Sabres fly out of and Bills and, um... I'm sure there are more airstrips too, but I think there's definitely. An, I have no. I have no idea where it is. I could like, but I know it exists. So we were there somehow once. Maybe I have no idea why. I, so like, I was. I couldn't have been more than like six or seven, but my. So like, my dad and I went there, and maybe we were like, maybe other flights come through there occasionally or something. So I don't know wh- what we were doing except the whole Sabers team was there, Great. and they were like waiting to pick up their <laughs> luggage, and like so the big like the. The real, like, the, 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 there was a guy, there's a goalie on the Sabres named Dominic Hasek, who is arguably the greatest goalie of all time. Um, statistically, he's not because his career started a little later, but j- watching him play, he's like, he just was, he was the Sabres goalie for a lot of years and was, like, incredible. Um, but was, like, this big, gregarious, like, Czechoslovakian guy. Um, so and he was there, he was, like, the center of attention. Like, fans, players, I just, can, I see, I saw, I pictured him, like, I can still see him just like standing there, like holding court, like talking and people laughing and like he was like this charming presence. Uh-huh. And uh, and and then, but then like my somehow my dad like he, I feel like he like tapped my shoulder and like pointed and there's Lafontaine sitting off in the corner, <laughs> like like a broken man. He just like slumped forward, holding his head in his hands. So hungover. Well, no, because he had horrible concussion problems, no. which I later learned in life. But I like walked up to him, and he just like so he's like sitting on his like forward like like elbows on his knees, hand head in his hands, and like like he must have heard me coming, and he just like peers up, and he's got these like enormous glassy eyes, <laughs> hollow as just like a empty deer skull, oh just like this death figure looking at me, and I just like I I just like ran away. <laughs> Because I was terrified, but I'm haunt. I'm still haunted by his face. Like I can oh, see that sure. one of like the most 
like vivid images in my memory of just this like he just looked miserable and like now we i know like i i know that he had bad concussion problems and i think they even said at the time like yeah he's got concussions but like no one cared now that we know like we as a people know a little bit more about concussions like it's just like awful yeah think, that's like, horrifying they just forced people to play through and like i saw, like so that was like a huge no pun intended eye opener because it was like the first time i saw like those athletes like not doing their thing and right like uniforms as humans and like playing this weird magical hockey game they're just out in the world and then like they're people and like clearly like in pain <laughs> it's like suffering yeah and uh, hockey is such an intense one like it's so yeah. physical and there's so many games that it seems many. inevitable that you're just gonna, gonna break your body down yeah one way or another yeah so anyway but that's what i thought of when you meant talk about like being a child <laughs> like because i know I, I i definitely i know that other feeling of just like not wanting not having any of that be real or just like get out there and play yeah but it's not that easy yeah i was uh i ended up watching the end of the world series via periscope because Great. my uh cable like not wasn't app working. wasn't working or whatever i was in bed because these sure. games which the world series well, was so fun oh yeah but Every game, the, all the good stuff happened at, like, midnight. Oh, yeah. So after there was time. really no way to enjoy it on the East Coast. Yeah, no. Um, impossible. But I did want to, and so I was in bed, but I did want to just see, assuming that the Astros were going to win, I wanted to see yeah, just, sure. like, them jump up and down for a while. Because sure. that's, that's the that's fun all part. That's you watch. That's, you sit, like, through yeah. nine months of baseball. You, 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 like, you can sit through ten years of uh, your team being mediocre for that one moment one when they moment win the Super Bowl just and they and just down. jump and hug each other. And you're like... For some reason, this was worth it. It's true, yeah. <laughs> um, but so, so I was on Periscope watching a, a stream of yeah of uh, the end of the game, and you know, there's always there's always the annoying people who have to comment all the time. But the, it becomes this kind of like funny internet commentary, sure, uh, of strangers, whatever. And and so by the time the Astros were about to win, there's some guy who was just kind of like. Like, oh, congratulations uh, to the Astros winning. My kid is, like, over here weeping. Like, he's so upset. He's devastated. <laughs> he just kept commenting on how his like, Dodgers fan son so was, crushed, yeah, yeah. It was just, like, ruined his life. <laughs> I just imagine this little boy in L.A. who's, like, wearing the Kershaw jersey and yeah. is just, like, is so sure that the Dodgers are going to win the World Series. Of course. And he just, it was just get a moment of perspective and also sure. hilarious to yeah. remember, like, I'm happy for Houston, and right. I mean, it would be I would I would be happy enough for LA. Just like to see the guys celebrating, yeah, that's you're like fun. happy for the team. But then sure. you realize there's all these kids who like are so invested Lives in this ruined. thing, yeah. And you can't tell them it's silly or that it doesn't actually matter because right. to them. And it, I remember being matter. that kid, like yeah. throwing stuff at the TV when the Mariners inevitably lost Blow in the it. playoffs. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah. And just uh, yeah, they have so much invested in it, and. But it, it is this magical yeah. thing. Um, so I guess uh, I guess yeah. I, I still watch football for the kids. Sure. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I guess I just I bottle up my rage until until. Well, not even rage. Just like just disappointment and all that stuff. You just like force it down and say, you know what? I should have known better. Like I'm an idiot mm. for even feeling this. Um, no, I, I mean I'm slightly joking there, but. Um, no, but, you know, because also you can't, like, again, like, at the game Thursday, like, I, all I wanted to do was just, like, 
I wanted to like stand up and just like punch those guys in the face behind us. But of course, of course not. Like right. you're not going to do that. You can't. No, you can't. You can barely even yell anything at them. No, it's not even worth. It's not worth doing anything because I'll. If it does, a if it turns into a fight, I'm dead. <laughs> I've never been in a fight in my life. But, but even like a verbal, like I'm not, there's just nothing to do. Like because also they're not. Even though they're like, I'm sure, the one guy kept kept like shitting on Buffalo. Like at one point he's like. He said, did you hear him? He was like, dude, like, Buffalo's like a top five worst city in America. And his yeah. friend goes, no, it's number one, bro. And then they're like, and the guy's like, well, there is Detroit. <laughs> but, like, he kept needlessly, like, that is such a funny thing to me that it's like, they would have to be like, not only are, are we winning this game, my, is, not only does the team that I happen to support be beating that team that I guess you happen to support, but the city from which that team, like, is, or in which that team's located is terrible, and therefore, by extension, you are less of a human than I am. Right. But it's like neither of us are on the teams playing. <laughs> I've always wanted to say, like, you realize, like, I'm not on the team. Like, I think on the way out, some guy. I think you. It doesn't even matter if he was talking to me. I think he like looked at me and he goes, "Hey, next time you should show up. It'd be a closer game." And I'm like, you do realize I'm not on the bill. Like, you realize. I <laughs> nor do I have any influence in yeah, the personnel have, moves. Yeah, I have nothing to do with Coaching. their performance. And by the way, nor do you. Like you, you like you have no credit. You can take no credit for your team's victory tonight. Yeah. Well, that's sort of the fun and dangerous. Uh, thing about just having fans, or you know, just cities root, like Strange rooting against other cities. Yeah, it's the sports. tribalism of just yeah of, uh, and uh, and then it just snowballs in the internet age where like people are already dehumanized because you right. only see the YouTube comments or it's whatever, true. and so. So then seeing right. someone personally like, oh, well, you're wearing a blue shirt, so I can right. hate you, right. at least for right. these five hours. Right. And it's totally acceptable. Um, and to a point, it's fun to play that stuff. Because I also feel like, I think that, I'm sure that happens everywhere. Although there's some, like, I know that other like other cities, like, if you show up, if we went to a Jets game and, like, I don't know, I'm, like, a Bears fan. Like, obviously, like, the Bears are terrible, but people are probably not going to say Chicago is terrible. Or, or if they are, they're just saying it because they are. But, like... I think Buffalo, I mean, any Rust Belt city, you know, Detroit or, like, Cleveland is going to get it because they're like, oh, your city's terrible. Like, well, I don't live there anymore, for one thing. But also, <laughs> like, what does, that, what does that have to do with anything? And also, like, I don't know, we're also, you do realize we're in New Jersey right now. <laughs> but uh, but it's just, like, a weird, like, that's got nothing to do with anything. But, like, it's just, like, I guess that makes you feel better. Right. But, like, well, usually Jets Degrade. fans, that's all you have is that's to true. brag about how you live in New York, at least. I guess, but like, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, like, we are in, Jer like, I don't know. Maybe they live in Jersey. I don't even know where Jets fans are supposed to be from. Right. I mean, I don't know. Like, it doesn't. I mean, it does. Like, but Bills fans love to re remind everybody that like the Bills are the only team in New York State, which like, uh, who cares? I mean, like, it is funny, but it doesn't matter. And it's like, but I, I don't know what you like. Is there like a is there a, a like a region that like is owned with like predominantly Jets or Giants or you know other sport or like Yankees Mets I don't know yeah I, I don't know. know it doesn't even matter but well and it really just comes back to what you watched when you were a kid if you, if you did so sure. it's like, or who you cared about and it doesn't necessarily have to do with where you I mean usually it corresponds to where you live but right sometimes I mean I like my coworker is from Pittsburgh and you lives in New York now and his kids are Steelers fans just cuz he liked them sure. so that's what they're going that's what they're going to like. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And also probably cuz they're better and more fun to watch. <laughs> that's true, yeah. Um yeah. But yeah, it definitely 
it definitely ingrains in you that idea of like, like I'm better than you because I like this team. And right. You like My team, team won today, so I'm better than you. Like, well, okay, good. Congratulations. Like, yeah. And but I wonder if I think I think that part of me. I, I also another reason I am like don't do anything or even try to say anything because like just celebrate when your team does something, which I guess I I, I tried to, even though there wasn't much. But just like don't get into it with other because like there's no point. But I think I think maybe I do have a bit. I think I think it's very easy to be super sensitive about that because you always hear it. And it's like I think for some, there's something about Buffalo fans that like, even though we're used to hearing that, I think. I don't know. I think it's easy to also get like way too sensitive about it because it's like they're probably just talking. Tr- it's just like any bullying mm-hmm. in a sense. It's just like they're talking trash because they know. Like they're just trying to like troll you into a response. Like, but who cares? Like, it doesn't matter. Yep. And the part of you has to think someday, <laughs> it's oh, gonna be uh, it's gonna be reversed. Right. And we'll finally have our moment. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but also, even as far as Thursday goes, I was like, you know, well, you know, I was like, congratulations, your 38 year old quarterback like won the game. Like, the Jets are like, how are they helping themselves by being like this? Is they're doing they're doing a classic Bill season really. They should have bottomed out, but like maybe th- maybe th- maybe that's not even the thing you need to really do. But I don't. Then again, like you know, what's kind of interesting in the NHL right now, and it's not like this season is forever. But it's funny that like the three worst teams in the league are Buffalo, Arizona, and Edmonton, who are the three teams who 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 stripped their teams apart the most that year, like the McDavid Eichel year. Yeah. Like, um, and obviously the Sabers and Oilers ended up in the top two in the. Coyotes picked third, but like, they're still the like they it take it's gonna take them like clearly longer to like, at least thus far it looks like even though the Oilers were good last year, but like, yeah, it's hard for it's, someone to come in and immediately, well for sure impact yeah. the team enough to to right. make them, but it's like playoff ready. Yeah, but I feel like the um whereas like the the Maple Leafs did a much they actually did a, a, a much smarter job, which was like, they they managed to just like have one horrible year where they got like like everybody got hurt but they still had like good players mm. in their organization but they kept them like just out of the like the pro team so they like had one garbage year and then they drafted their guy who's like amazing and he comes into like a much better team whereas like i feel like the Sabres and oilers like their way of tanking was like let's literally like we're literally like an expansion team we have nothing <laughs> Yeah, sell and, sell off all the veterans and yeah. uh, and just then, start over. And then also through some like continued bad trades, like they they like whatever like chips they had that were like picks and like prospects, like they got rid of those and like the people they brought in like haven't like made them better. So it's like just bad. Like it, it anything can work, but it's like it's not like you necessarily are going to be good just by getting like the top guy. You have to like build around. So does it seem that the Saber season is shot already? It's been a month or something. It's still too early to say it's shot, but like, in terms of just the the, the reality of like, there's a lot of year left. However, it's not like there's any reason to think they're going to get better the yeah. way they are. Like, but did they fire the coach? Yeah, it's all new coach. Yeah. And and management starting this year, but like, um, you know, they've it's not inspiring at all. <laughs> um, but you know what? Whatever. Like. But see, here's this is the most Buffalo thing. Is like even though I all I did was complain. I did an episode last week and I just complained about like why am I even doing this? But they're playing tonight and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna turn it on. I'm like I just want to watch a game. Like and, and it is more fun to care about the team than not. Like exactly. there are like, basketball games on, but unless it's a 
unless LeBron is playing or the Warriors, right. I really am not yeah. going to watch it. But if you have rooting interest, right. then you can just kind of have but it on, like, and it's because, nice. Because there's a chance that something meaningful could happen. Like, even though there's no reason to believe that, because... But that's uh, that's really... I mean, that's, that's a real reason to be, like, a, fa a fan to me. I mean, I... I like, I get that, like, to be, probably to be a successful, like, I don't know, if I wanted to, like, work in sports or something, like, obviously I would want to, it would be, like, less emotional, but I think, like, it's only fun if you have, like, if you only, if it's only fun to have, like, a, like, a mostly emotional connection to it. Yeah. Because there's no, it doesn't, there's nothing logical about it. It's just, like, because I don't have any, I'm, I'm a completely unreligious person, and I don't see any point in that, because, like, I, when it, when it comes to, like, um, non-sports stuff, like, I apply lo more of a logical thing. But, like, when it comes to, like, the Bills and Sabres, I'm just, like, you know, like, it's just an emotional connection. Yeah, comes that I from just, the heart. I just, yeah, I just have, that's the only thing in my life I have faith in. Like, <laughs> I will keep going back to the well, because, like, that, it's something meaningful could happen there. Even though there's no logic or sense or science to it, it's just... Yeah, and there is something... And there is no God, but there are. There but there are, are teams. teams. There are two teams in Buffalo that, like, mean something to me. <laughs> Yeah, it's concrete. You can touch them. You can walk up to them in the airport and see how miserable True, they truly yeah. are. <laughs> I actually don't know that there isn't a God. I just don't believe there is. But that, that you can, and that's fine with me. But not to, not to, not to, I should stick to sports, though, shouldn't I? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, there is something that that is oddly like primal and emotional about about it, and that's what's so exciting. And like you can kind of base the you know the calendar off of the sports cycle oh, and it's totally, season. Yeah, and I do. It's it does give you something to to kind of like guide guide you in a way even if you're only tangentially paying attention to the season sure. like early in the season it doesn't matter but still you're aware of the records and it's something yeah. that you can check I remember as a, a kid just checking the newspaper oh, to so see good. the well, yeah. mostly baseball but to see the uh, standings the yeah the and you're just like okay like I'm not gonna watch every game right but. Every day you can just kind of check in and see. Okay, well we're still in it. You're like right. five games out or well, whatever. Well, and, and and like and if you see like oh like I don't know Ken Griffey's got like a five game home run streak. I'm gonna watch tonight because like I want to see if he's gonna keep or or whatever. Like yeah, it's something but, external from you that is uh right that that means something nonetheless. Yeah. Do you ever do you have any like desired or do you ever feel like um you try to do you have like a tradition with sports and all like you try to go to one game. I mean, I know, I know, like, obviously, like, if the Mariners, when they come here, like, you obviously do try to, but is it a th do you feel like that's a, you just do it because, like, it makes sense to do it, or is it, like, a thing that's, like, is it, like, a thing to you? Like, I want to see the Mariners once a year or something. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't think it's that, I don't think it's super strong, but I, I, I equate it to, like, I, I, I think it's really just, just not not that much of a of a ritual but right. it just is fun i mean the For same sure. reason yeah, why yeah, yeah. i had fun going to the football game this week it's like it's, hey it's just right. cool to i don't there's something about the atmosphere of a totally, stadium yeah. and like an event and also, uh, i don't yeah. love concerts or like no, a, you know yeah. like going to see a, a play or something is just so much different from right. like a sporting atmosphere That's true. uh i just think it's fun um yeah, but, if there are people there, I want it to be a thing where people aren't—they're not allowed to make any noise. Yeah. Like I don't want to—I don't want—I want—I don't want to be aware of the people around me, like in the audience. Like theater is perfect. Cause yeah. Like, but I, anything where people are encouraged to speak, unless it's sports, which can't—that's the only time they can be fun. Concerts, no, terrible. Sure. At a sporting event, you can just shout whatever you want, which sure. which, which I is enjoy. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, You're good at it. <laughs> Your voice carries. I do, I do love shouting. Everyone yeah. can hear hear me yeah. shout. 
Um, but but I do like to go to a baseball game every year. But I right. equate it more to like, oh, I, I would like to go skiing every year because it's fun. Like I don't know if right. it's been rich. I mean, maybe there's a bit of a ritual there, but I think it's mostly mm. just like here. Here's like a fun, slightly different, like all day or half day yeah. thing that I can do that. Right. Like regardless of how it goes, it's gonna be fun. I mean, right. I've been to to Mariners games out here where they they won like ten to one one year and then oh like, hey, yeah, the, but we yeah I was there. Yeah, that was there, the best game. That, one. that was so much fun. Whoops. And then uh, and then it's and then I've gone to one where it's they on the just seat. like it's on the seat behind where you. they just can't get a hit, but like but right. there's just something about contributing yeah, it's just fun to. to be there. No, but I to, can't, yeah. I don't know. And it does give you a, a bit of a sense of identity of like, right. okay, like my team is here. It happens once a year. And it's, um, yeah. it just reminds me of, right. I mean, uh, just to go back to the theme of like, just reminds me of going to see a game when I was a kid. Like, right. like, and, and it's the perfect encapsulation mm. of that escapism thing. Like, all right, it takes an hour to get to the stadium and takes right. three hours for the game and, that, and an hour back. And during right. that time, I'm just thinking about sports and how great it is sure. and the ballpark food and how terrible that is. Yeah. But that's uh, so much fun though. Yeah. So, so oh, my, my phone is just yeah. a mess right now. Yeah, it's all over the place. Um, um, so yeah, so I yeah. think it's, it's just that I, 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 I find that checking the, the standings and the schedule and the scores is almost more of a ritual for me. That's but true. It, it, I did. It I got into that. It only takes like five minutes. Yeah. Um, and now it's like it's all online. But you just true. Type it in. It's like, hey, okay, let's see where 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 you stand compared to yeah. the rest of the teams in your that's in true. Your division. Yeah, the MLB standings is like a is like it shows up as like a recommended page on my like on my Chrome or something because it's just like because last year was great because the Mets were like five games out in like. Aug- or like maybe as late as August, but certainly like July, and then mm. they did get into the wild card game and lost. Yeah. But that was really fun because it was like they were still good enough last year to like, yeah, they they were like coming off the World Series season. Um, they were like they were they had a bad start, but then got a little more healthy and got kind of hot and then made it. That so was really fun, like to track that and be like, you know, I'll watch like, you know, if they're I'll watch p- parts of the games like as the season goes, but just checking every day to be like, where are they? And yeah, that was fun. Whereas this year they were terrible. Sure, and the the Mariners were always fun to do that for. Now now that there's two wild card spots, so that they're right. in it for a lot longer. Um, because it it's been right. a few years in a row where they're pretty close. Like this year they really choked. Um, yeah. seriously in uh in August and right. September, but. But for a while, they're you know they're only like three, four games out. They keep you know switching with other teams back and forth, and so right. even if you don't have time to watch the game or even the highlights or anything, right. you just see the numbers and it actually means something to you. Um, yeah. And I just think that's actually totally different from actually going to a game. Like if I oh, if totally. I'm gonna see the standings or catch a game on TV, I mostly want to care about the team or certain players. Uh, but if I go to a game, like I'll go to any basketball game, or I'll go to any any sure. baseball game just because of the atmosphere for sure it's always fun yeah and then it's uh, even though we were we were sort of like going for the bills in the sea of jets fans like generally if i'm going to a game right i care less about the people around me or what teams are playing sure just all right it's just nice to be here yeah yeah i i i was thinking how like because uh it, it's funny like as i realized like to me I didn't. I didn't. I hadn't realized this when I asked you that, about like tradition and stuff. But I realized like 
because it was like a thing that like I, we could my dad and I could go to like one game a year growing up like that was really like all we could do so it was a huge deal because I watched every game on TV like even though there are a million hockey games like I just I once I became like a fan I just I just was gonna watch every game because of course and they were and it really helps that the first year I really got into them they went to the cup final they lost wow but they were good and they had like a great playoff run and it was like so much fun um and uh we got we went to a, like we went to like a great game that year but like it just it just was a thing that like we just would go to one game but like but when i and even though hockey has 82 games like when i when i'm there like i can't help but be like it's like so important that they win like mm-hmm. i so like i'm like mi- i'm completely miserable when they lose i hate like and i'm i'm not quite that bad when i'm watching on tv but like for some reason even though there are so many games like I it's hard. That's it's like the the best thing about like adapting to baseball here, but since moving here and sort of becoming a Mets fan is like oh like it doesn't matter that much. If they lose <laughs> the game. But I can't football like you kind of have to have that mentality because there are so few games. But I just I just am still like that with hockey. I can't I don't know why because like there's no there's not it doesn't it doesn't really make sense. But I just am like I'm miserable when they lose yeah. and even and even like furious when they make like one bad pass. So like that's why it's even hard to watch this year because or these fat past years because like I have to, I've turned off like everything in my mind but like slowly like you know in like Jurassic Park when they slowly have the systems of the park coming back yeah. online that's me except the dinosaurs are still on the loose <laughs> the sabers are garbage and all the, and everything is going haywire in my head when I'm watching them so it's like not fun but I don't know what the point of that story <laughs> is but I just like um so like going going a couple weeks ago to the Islanders game was like awful. Like that was worse than this by a lot because mm. because they lost six to two and it's just like stupid Islander. Like it was actually the same as the Jets. Like stupid racist, like homophobic, like like Islander fans. And it's not like and I should say like every team has a lot of those. They're all like they all have a lot of just awful people. Um, but I always end up sitting among them. I feel like when I <laughs> or at least this year. Um, and it was terrible because the, the Sabers were like they were just as bad as the Bills on Thursday. That yeah. Day. And also when I and Michelle went, and she was like, it was I found I mean I found this very funny, but she like she, bef, be, like when she got there she was like, I'm gonna root for the Islanders because that'll make you miserable. <laughs> 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 Thanks, um, which was funny, but uh, so uh, I mean I appreciate that, but it like didn't make me feel like it didn't make it any more fun. Right. So I just like sat there like. I honestly, I wanted to leave like midway, halfway through that game, which I've never done. Um, I didn't, but uh, yeah, I always want to stay to the end. But when they're really not competitive, it's kind of like well, if we had just been painful. In, if we had been anywhere in New York City, I, we would have stayed that game. But just it was too far. Like yeah, it still took man. Us two hours that was a bad play. football game. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, if it were at all interesting or close, like fine, but. Sure, but yeah, I remember I we, we I'd go to maybe three or four baseball games a year as a as a kid, and I do remember like you really keep track of oh they've won all three times that I've gone this year, so yeah. like it, it becomes personal of like okay because I was here, sure. and I would I would definitely have superstitions even watching on TV like oh I got to sit a certain way oh, yeah. like I feel like that's that's a common right thing that people are like, okay i'm so important that uh the team if i turn my hat this way then my oh, team right, does yeah. better and oh see like i moved my leg and now right. uh, they did something, something stupid sure Ugh. um it's awful yeah but you 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 do like you 
you internalize that kind of stuff. We're like, oh, I, I, I don't, I don't, don't remember specifically what this was, uh, when this was, but I just remember if the team was doing better, if I wasn't watching, then like you're not gonna oh, watch, right. and <laughs> somehow you think that's better. Like the most pointless. All you want to do is watch it, yeah. and for them to be good. Yeah. You're like, well, if they're not gonna be good when I watch. Maybe they'll be good when I don't watch. I've definitely had that. Yeah, we're like, or yeah, like I miss a couple games and then they win, and then like I want, I'm like, great, I'm gonna watch, and they're because they're good now, and then they get they they get like blown out like like a week later or after you know or if the first game you watch, and it's just like, well, that's my fault. Like, <laughs> sorry guys, sorry boys. Yeah, but yeah. you know, much much like religion, there are these superstitions that come along with it that have nothing to do with the actual result uh, of what's happening, but you you make it feel personal to you yeah so yeah, try know. not to get caught up in that um yeah so where do we go from here what's next in sports <sighs> yeah it's uh it's bleak yeah, it's it really bleak is. right now it's too early to care about the nba i mean so i'm still optimistic yeah. about the seahawks but it's kind of like right like they had their moment and it seems like they're just going to they could very easily go the route of just frustrating seattle teams that are should be good enough to sure. to However, go all the way, but then just can't get it done. But like, are there any other quarterbacks at all in the NFC at this point? Like Rodgers no. is dead. Like yeah, so that's like, honestly, the, it's if, a crazy if, year. If, if Russell stays healthy, like I mean, you never know. Like they, they like the window of their defense being maybe the window of their defense being what it was might have already closed, but it's certainly diminishing. But if they you know, if they turn into, like, an offensive team, great. Yeah, if you can just like, have any semblance of balance. Uh, every game this year has either been super low-scoring, amazing defense, and the offense barely gets it together. Yeah. Or, like, last week, where it's just there's no defense at all, and it's, they just are able yeah. to to score just enough to win. Right. Um, That's only one so it's yeah. So if, if they can figure out a balance and just be, like, a pretty good offensive team and a pretty good defensive team and actually you might win might yeah. work yeah um, there are no good teams this year yeah it's probably going to be patriot seahawks again in the Super Bowl. <laughs> and, and everyone will be miserable except that <laughs> i'll just love every seattle fan will just love it as like the one you chance win, at great. redemption well yeah um, it'd be great i'd love that but we'll see yeah I so that's be the Bills. that's really the only <laughs> yeah. they still they're still in there uh, maybe, yeah i mean they, they are, are a chance yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like, but all you all you want is for them to make the playoffs because right. that's, that's that's really the, the all thing I care. that matters. Yeah, I just, they, like if if they can somehow break the streak this year, I'm happy. Then it was all like, worth then it. Then at least that's gone. And it's like, I mean, it, ultimately it doesn't make a difference because like really, who cares? If sure. You, like, really, all that anyone wants is a Super Bowl. But like, it'll be nice to just like have that be over and it's just not lingering anymore. Yeah. Well, there's interesting tiers, right? Because there's there there's the top tier of teams that you are pretty sure going to make the playoffs and nothing matters unless you win the world and unless you win the championship. Right. Um, I was going to say world series. Cause like now the Dodgers are like one of those teams well, they're, where yeah. they're so good so that if they don't win the world series right. with these players, then it's a failure. Right. And then, you know, it's like green Bay well, and, a, yeah. and the, like uh, Pittsburgh and, and these kind of teams are like, okay, you've proved that you're really good. You make the playoffs every year. And right. so you kind of have to win the super bowl or else you didn't right. do it. But then there's these other teams like the bills and, uh, like We're maybe the, the bottom wrong. Maybe the Rams like, or something of like, hey, if you get into the playoffs, that's amazing, and right. you can like consider it a victory because no one really expected sure. you to do that. Right. And then there's the teams where like, hey, if you win a couple games, everyone will be well, amazed yeah. and like, congratulations on not being right. quite as awful as you, we thought you'd be. And it's just oh, interesting yeah. these tiers of like what your expectations are 
right. for the season. Because, you know, the, what, the Jets made the playoffs a few years ago. Yeah, they're, they're not, um, they don't have, like, a playoff drought, but they are so, mired in mediocrity overall. Sure, but, like but it's like, but I don't know if there's, maybe there is, but I don't know if there's quite as much of the stigma of the long-suffering no, Jets fan. No, probably Like, even though they haven't been good in so long, it's like, right. yeah, you still made, your team was still good every year. And Yeah, that's their image of themselves, probably. Right. But they're also or just, there's also just, like, the New York impatience of a Jets fan, of just, like... Sure. And actually, I feel like the Giants feel that way more. They're like, oh, I don't know why we're so terrible. It's like, yeah, I remember watching the two Super Bowls that you won. Yeah, so like, like, you didn't deserve them. But fun. also, like, it was only that long. Yeah, like, you won, like... I'm like, sure it was a decade ago, but yeah, that's won still two Super Bowls. not bad. They've won three in my lifetime. Four in my lifetime, right? No, three. They've been to four. I think because they, they lost to the Ravens. Oh, yeah. But unless they won another one in those... They might have won it. In the in like the two thousand early two thousands, although I can't remember. Kerry Collins, did he win a Super Bowl with them? No. I think that was the year they lost I to the think Ravens. They lost, yeah, but uh, well, at any rate, they've been but, to a lot. But yeah, but it, it is it is just a different thing in New York, also, where you're like, oh, we deserve to like we right. should be the best teams every right. year because we're the best city. Well, and it's like <laughs> then like the Yankees, like they're like, you know, smartly they're like, yeah, we're gonna rebuild, and then like somehow it don't like they're they're amazing immediately, this year. Like, and then fire your manager because you yeah. didn't win the World Series. Right. Like it's like. It's just how. Why did you like, expect this? But how are the Yankees? Like the Yankees are literally always good, or like it's just crazy, and hateful. But <laughs> meanwhile, the Mets are never good. But no, they've won. A, they have won a championship though. Yeah, but it's just it, been a long time. Not in my lifetime. It is funny the, the storylines that cities or fan bases will create. To it's true. I don't know. Is it marketing? Is it to get people on board? Is it, that's how you actually see. Th- your it's team. amazing how teams just end up being the same over periods of time, like with all new players and coaches and everything. Yeah, it's like because like the, like the Mets are just like typically like always in the shadow of the Yankees, and then like do stupid stuff to like try and catch up, like sign Tim Tebow, like really, <laughs> or uh, whatever. But um, maybe th- that's the thing about the Bills this season. It seems like the new GM and coach like might finally know what they're doing. And it looked like that. It looks like that when you're winning, but then, like, doesn't look like it when you lose, like, on Thursday. Yeah, so. but then football is just so weird because it's so fluky. Where right. And Thursday games are tough. And, yeah. If you get a turnover or you right. throw a long touchdown, games. then you suddenly, right. you're good. Right. But then, like, if you don't make that catch, then right. you lose a couple games and, like, you're nothing. Right, and, like, they, you know, they dropped that interception early in the game. Like, that could have, if they had done that... They might have scored, and then like then it's a different game, like and then maybe they could actually build some momentum. But yeah, you know. But really, it's like you know that's why it's like interesting. Like we'll see, I'll see what they do when they come back. They play the Saints at home, so like not an easy matchup. But also like if they're a good coaching staff, then like they'll you, rebound. You got at it. least have a good showing. Right. You know. But yeah, but it's uh, it's it's not great, and and it's now that you know football is the main in in the spotlight now because we're in mid season versus right. the early season hockey and basketball. It's like yeah, I I definitely feel a little weird. Even last year, I was kind of over football, even though I watched a lot. We right. Um, it's like yeah, there's just so many injuries, and yeah, I hated like, football last year. I'm a little more into it this year because. The players have shown that they care about like the world. Right. Bit. Yeah. You, you got to respect that. And then, yeah. So uh, you know, I'm holding out hope that if the Seahawks can truly find a way to be dominant, um, yeah, then that would be great. But that, it's like I don't know how many years it can go on. Like I don't know how many years oh, yeah. I'll be able to stay. No, the NFL a fan was of football. toast. Yeah. Um, yeah. For now, though, I can't. 
I can't shake it. Definitely have it. And and now that I, I've been dragged back into the fantasy football world the oh, last yeah, couple sure. of years, it's like it. Yeah, that's fun. It makes it a little more fun. For sure. Yeah. Just yeah, on the, the personal yeah. level. The NHL and NFL are running uh, like the, on a, like a corporate level are running themselves into the ground at some point. But like emotionally, the sport itself is still fun. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's just hard to it's hard to balance those things of like the the culture of football and the right. the violence of it are like not great and i utterly distasteful yeah yeah and I, i'm just not not into it at all but like there are certain aspects of the game that are so amazing to watch that i, I just have like a, a childlike sense of wonder Dabbling. around it yeah enchanting um, so so for yeah. now i'm i'm in all right well that's good I think yeah, I think that with that declaration of fealty to sports, I think we should call this episode our one and only god. Yeah. Football. <laughs> I mean, yeah. professional sports. Sports, yeah. Well, that was a good check-in. I think we did I think we were here last in these seats in like May. Yep. Mid-season, uh, mid-season football baseball. report. Yeah. Yeah, we're only gonna we're only gonna do mid mid-year episodes of things. So Yeah, we'll call be, me we'll when the NBA like season February. hits the All-Star break. Yeah. Here in March, we'll be back. Got so many thoughts about the NBA. For uh, I think the NBA should just uh, dismantle the whole concept of teams and just do pickup games every. Uh, trading. I was just thinking yesterday of how, like, like Kyrie Irving going to Celtics and then all the Celtics going to the Cavs. Like, it doesn't matter what team you're on anymore. Like, Dwayne yeah. Wade is on the Cavs now. Like, make any what sense. team is this? I don't know. It's, it's like it shouldn't be Cleveland. Yeah. It should just be like. Whatever superstars want to randomly sw- swap teams, no, and, I think uh, see who wins. I full, I propose. I think that there should be no more trading or you just or free agency. You just well, maybe maybe there's a draft, maybe there's free agency, but no, there isn't. There's just you just like you if you play it like the CBA for players, they just agree like if you play a game, you get paid this much and that's it, and then you get bonuses based on your points that you score. <laughs> I think it'd be phenomenal, and also and all all sports leagues should just become tradable stocks so like i just invest in lebron and every he makes money by scoring and sure. then we all make money because i'm just you know i have like a, i own like two percent of lebron um, all right we'll, we'll write that up for uh, yeah, to discuss the next a, time that's a good proposal but uh, more importantly if and that's uh, well i yeah i think if you win you should just be able to take a player from the team you've beaten so like that's how <laughs> that's how the warriors would just get assemble like the ultimate the even better team like, but if you, you just, that would encourage, like, so if you, yeah, but also if you, like, beat the Warriors, you can just take Curry, and sure. he's, now he's on your team. Until, you, until they beat you again. Yeah. Um, but you don't, but, like, they you, not, you may not play each other for another year, so, like, and you might only have Curry until you lose, because <laughs> yeah, everyone's the Suns are going to beat you at some point, and then, you, then he's gone. But wow, I, I like, there's a lot to, there's a lot to think about. I think it'd be about. a really fun, like, it'd be ridiculous, but it'd be a very fun, like, like take on sports. <laughs> I just think it, I mean, I'm just all about wait, trying to improve the the uh, product here absolutely yeah something's got to change yeah because it's a broken system <laughs> we can all agree all right well any final thoughts that was it all right that's it <laughs>